Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with We Are All Psychic, and we've got Misty with us tonight again. And guess what? We what? Have... <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it, Misty. It took you long enough. What? 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 Oh, 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 there's somebody else in our meeting. Her name is Yay! Sam. Hi, Sam. Hello. Sam, uh, would you like to answer the question that everybody gets asked? Oh, I've been so excited to answer this question. Ask right. away. Misty, you want to ask the question? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. All right, Sam. Do you believe we are all psychic? Absolutely. Every Holy single moly. soul on this planet <laughs> in any planet is psychic. Do expand on that. Do tell us what drew you this conclusion. Well, that is one of the things that I talk a lot about on my own podcast is to never limit yourself because we're, we're all born with these abilities. You know, it's, it ties into the, we are all one. We all come from the same source. We all are capable of it. Um, mm -hmm. Some of us are meant to use these abilities and don't have the ability to shut the door when, you know, the abilities start knocking on it mm -hmm. and others of us can shut it if we want. And some just are able to use it if they want, and they might have to work a little harder, but it's not necessary for their lives. So that's, that's kind of like how I view it. Everyone is, you know, that we each are individuals and we have different lives, but we all have the capability of being psychic in many different ways in all the ways possible. Well yeah, said. Yeah, it's very well said. And it reminds me of like my kids. They both are great at music and they both can play by ear that perfect pitch and stuff, but they have no interest. You know, I mean, play, love mm -hmm. listen to music, but the, uh, you know, like my one of my sons, Terry, sat down with his guitar and for like six hours he played a riff from a gorilla song perfectly and he'd never touched it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And he was all excited. He figured it out, you know? And, um, but he, he they just said they, they can do it, but they don't, uh, they don't necessarily want to. So I think that, that goes into what you're saying. Like some people, they just don't have, they don't need it in their life, but it's still there where, you know, and then you said there's mm -hmm. other people like maybe like you who had that door open or that the, maybe the roof blew off. I don't know. <laughs> but um, tell us about yourself. I mean, was that what happened? Did the roof blow off? <laughs> well, there have been many different moments throughout my life growing up where, yeah, the roof blew off, but because I'm, you know, was sheltered from all of it, I guess you could say, I closed the door each, every time, uh, for different reasons with each of those times. And now that I'm on this path of, I can't wait to open that door again. Um, sometimes I can get it open and I don't know how it opens, but then it closes on me. And I have a big belief and trust that it's all divine timing. And, you know, sometimes I'll get psychic visions and I don't know how or why. I don't even know what they mean. Like 95% of the time, to be honest, <laughs> like, okay, spirit, thank you for that vision. What do you want me to do with that now? I have no <laughs> do you idea. Ever find out? Do they do, does it ever come up later? And you're like, oh, there's been a couple times, um, yeah. that that has happened. Nothing spectacular, you know, just, uh, like a vision of this, um, like a river or like a bank of water that I got of uh, water flowing over some pebble, uh, pebbles and then a leaf 
like flowing down it. I'm like, okay, that was beautiful. Thank you for showing me that. And then the next day I went for a walk with a friend and we decided to go off-roading on the trail just randomly. And there was the river that was in my vision. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's so (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And I kept the leaf actually too. I I was like, and that's the leaf. And I picked it up and I kept it, you know, because I'm like that. Oh my gosh, I love that leaf would be in like like I don't know, that's like a magic leaf. Yeah. It wanted you, it told you. Home with you. Yeah. And one of my uh that I cannot wait for to open the door to is seeing auras. It was um like seven years ago, I remember because my son was just an infant and he's 17 now. So uh oh, so 17 years ago, my bad. Um (laughs) I was reading a how to see and read auras, really interested me. And me too. Yeah. And halfway through the book, um, some friends came over and we were all hanging out and randomly, it was just like, I blinked my eyes and all of a sudden I saw their auras just without even trying. It was the most beautiful thing in the world I've ever seen before. So I started talking about these auras that I'm seeing. And of course, you know, I was a young parent. Um, I was 20 and the friends that I had at the time uh, weren't exactly encouraging or for my highest good. So they said some meanful things like, Aww. you know, why you got to sound like a stoner type of talk. And it, you know, I wasn't fully in my power at the time either. You know, lack of confidence and everything. Oh, being 20, that's like, you know, you're very vulnerable. Everybody's mm-hmm. vulnerable. Yeah. They made fun of you because they were vulnerable to what you were experiencing. Right. You know? And so, I mean, so I saw those auras for maybe a minute and, you know, talked about it. They said those things and I shut the door. Like, yeah instantly and i haven't been able to open it since but i'm working on it you know it's it's in my path it is in my path um i know that 100 percent, and i feel it i've always felt it so it's just a matter of getting back to it and figuring it all out again yeah yeah Yeah. well at least you know what your thing is you know um because a lot of us you know we go around and we're like you know we're open to all these things but we don't know what we're supposed to do in life you know, I mean, I right. figured mine out, you know, not too long ago. Um, but yeah, it's awesome that you know what it is. You just got to reach out and get it. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So Sam, when we had written back and forth, you were telling me that you love to talk about manifestation. And I we do. need you to tell us about that. We need to tell you, we need your perspective on manifestation and tell the listeners like all about it. What happened to you? What happened to you to start manifesting things? Well, yeah. I'm so excited to talk about this with you guys because I feel like I talk about it too much on my own podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I've been trying not to, to give a little more variety to my listeners, but <laughs> okay. So, oh, manifesting, there are so many different layers to it. It's hard to know where to start, how to begin, even when you're practicing it and trying to dive into it. Can you give a short um, description of what it is to so listeners who might not know what that term refers to in metaphysical kind of? Sure. Um, I guess I've never been asked to describe that before. I suppose I would say it's like um, putting your intention into something to make it come true. Might be. That sounds do, good to me. Do you have another <laughs> yeah. way of explaining it? 
No. I like that. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, first of all, when it comes to manifesting, um, I first started getting more into it uh, by listening a lot to Abraham Hicks. If assuming y'all know her, um, I know she's pretty popular in the spiritual community as far as I know or am aware of. Um, she talks a lot about how you think of something, you say something, and you add your emotion to that as well. So they all match. And that's how you manifest, which is absolutely true. Um, but I'll dive into more of the layers that I personally uncovered that spirit had showed me along my journey. Um, but what that means is when a lot of people are manifesting, they hit a roadblock or it's not coming to fruition for them when their emotions aren't matching their intention. There's mm -hmm. fear sometimes when you're asking, when you're thinking and imagining. Mm -hmm. and that it won't happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and you can think all day long that, um, you know, you want a million dollars, but what you're feeling is crap. My bank account only has $5 in it and you're hurting and you're suffering and you're, uh, have all those other types of mixed emotions into it. You're not going to be manifesting that million dollars that you're trying to manifest because of that. Um, and that's really hard to work with, but I have many tips for that when it comes to financial manifesting. Ooh, um, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about that. Because it's like been working for me <laughs> and I love it. Um, oh, do tell. <laughs> Share with mm -hmm. us. We can all tell us all your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I mean, if you're like me and you're just the everyday average person that isn't a millionaire, um, living paycheck to paycheck, trying to figure things out, it can be really hard to get those emotions to match those intentions of wanting money. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I started with the littlest thing I could think of every time I like, if I go for a walk and I find money on the ground, it's a penny. I pick up the penny and I say, wow, money comes into my life without me even trying. And I can feel that emotion because I didn't try to find that penny and I'm feeling the abundance for something as little as a penny. And that's another part of manifestation is recognizing the abundance that you already have because that draws in more abundance. Um, see, now I already see myself going into another layer already and i haven't even finished that that financial story oh, you yet you don't worry about how you're doing it you can keep going you can <laughs> just go. keep going well and i think you get the idea sense. that you know every time the cashier hands your change back be like okay well yeah this is coming back to me money always comes back to me when i make a purchase money always comes back to me when i invest in something so you can the way you think match. about it right the way you're look like the way you're thinking and eventually yeah. it'll kind of affect the way you feel, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So like with, if somebody is like, like you said, like maybe they do try this, they, they, they get this mindset, they, they practice it with thinking of getting this money and maybe the first, you know, 800 times they do it, they still feel that I'm thinking about my bank account, Ugh, I'm thinking about the work I have to do mm -hmm. to get paid the power bill or whatever. Um, how, I mean, what, 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 what do you think happens? How does that, that constant repetitive thought turn that emotion for you? Like turn that emotion around? 
like you know it's like mindfulness therapy kind of does that but for you personally mm-hmm. how does that work is it how long does it take for you to start thinking that way and then have it to mm-hmm. like you you're perceiving it this way but then it really like bigger incomes might come in or something like that you know right you, the way i look it? at it the way i look at it and the way i explain it um i made a video of this on my youtube called the manifestation train oh well, i'll put a link to that in the in the description awesome Ooh. Um, when a train is moving, uh, and I love analogies. So when a train is moving at full speed, it's going to take a while for it to slow down before it can stop and then go in reverse. And the same thing applies to almost anything in our lives. Really. When you're trying to change your self-talk or your thinking habits or change anything that has to do with you personally, It's going to take some time, just like a train, to slow it down until it finally gets to a stop and you can reverse it. You just have to keep trying, though. So uh, with manifesting, you can say over and over, like, wow, money keeps flying flying into my life every time you pick up change off the ground or you get change back from the person at the register. Um, it's going to take a while before you fully feel it if you're not used to it. But the thing is, you can't give up. You cannot give up. It took me a good solid year of never giving up before everything starts manifesting in my life. And I accidentally manifest a lot of things in my life because of it. And then, (laughs) yeah, I I have some stories of those too, some funny ones, but, uh, I have a friend of mine who saw what, how I changed my life with all of it. And so after that year of never giving up, she started applying everything to her life. And it took a good solid year before she started seeing it all totally coming into fruition, everything as well. That's so cool. So just, just never give up. When, when did you do this? How long ago did you start like that year? When did that year begin that you started really pursuing that was like two years ago when i made the decision to never give up and keep trying keep trying and have faith and believe and to trust because there's a lot of times when things aren't manifested even now when i i'd like to say i'm a master manifester but some things i can't manifest and i have trust and belief that it's all in divine timing or things just weren't meant for me because when you start doubting that that's going to start turning the train in the wrong direction because you, you stop trusting and you trust, stop having faith. Yep. We've talked about that many, many times. The doubt, the self-doubt. Yeah. And that, I mean, that goes back to when you were 20. I mean, that doubt for so many people working with energy in any kind of capacity, whether it be readings or manifesting or magic or, you know, any of the examples that could go on on yoga, you know, uh, it's like yeah. having that, um, <clears throat> like, kind of just start working for you, I guess. You know, it's like I'm losing my train of thought. Misty, why don't you ask Sam some questions? <laughs> well, um, okay, so uh, after that first year when it actually started producing money, like, what are you talking about here? Give us an estimate of, like, how much well, did it all come at once <laughs> she wants the number year, or <laughs> one month or how did it happen uh 
the first time I realized I manifested something is it's a beautiful story. I love telling people this. So tell me, tell me. where I was living was, you know, I'm a single mom, 17 year old boy loves to eat every single crumb in the house. You know, that's a much yeah. food is a lot of money yeah. um, <laughs> and renting an apartment these days, not cheap, not cheap at all. I no, found it's a hard for single mother. Right. Yeah. It was a thousand dollars a month for, uh, was the cheapest I could find. And this apartment was so ghetto. It was leaking all the time. Oh. And my carpet was squishy with water. Oh, I can't tell you no. how many times a year Wet and yeah, things breaking <laughs> down. I mean, I'll stop there with how bad that apartment is. That's, you know, just to paint a picture. It was horrible. I was getting sick. My cats were getting sick. Oh, cats. Yes. Oh, yeah. Many cats. So trying to manifest, I was like, just stay positive. Stay positive. I understood that if you recognize how abundant you are, more will come to you. So I kept every time I lay down in bed, instead of thinking, of how sick we're getting because of the mole. Instead of think of any of that, I was thinking, I am so blessed to have a roof over my head and I'm not in the streets. I am yeah. so blessed. I have a stove to cook food on, you know, I am so blessed to have locks on my doors. I would nitpick at every little thing that I would feel blessed about and hold the feeling of how blessed I actually felt for that stuff. And so I would do that and I would do that and I would do that. And I was like, okay, I got the hang of that. So now I'm going to kind of daydream about my dream home. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty open to how my home looks like, because I also trust that spirit knows what I would like best more than I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm open to the, what the house looks like, but I would really love it if I lived near a trail where I could go for a nature walk or for running or something like that was the, the main thing I would picture myself is walking out of a door and walking about 20 feet and there's a nature trail. And I would just visualize that over and over and over. And then one day, um, I had to resign my lease and my rent went up because that's what you do when you rent every year, your rent goes up. I was like, are you kidding me? I can barely afford this now. And I was like almost having a panic attack because I'm trying so hard to stay positive, but the reality was how crappy everything was. And I was having a really, really hard time, like just staying positive. And so there was one thing that I do is I walk in circles in my home for getting steps in. So, you know, there's an open doorway to go from the living room to the kitchen, to the living room to the kitchen. So I was doing that and I was doing that, trying to calm myself down and I was like, how can I get out of here? And I was thinking of all these possibilities. Who would take me, a teenager, and three cats? Who would take us all? You know, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> well, now I know you. Yeah, Lisa definitely would have. <laughs> I was like, how, you know, who would take us in for like maybe three years is what I was thinking three years. So I could save money and get a permanent, nice place to live. Who would do that? And I just, I had a list of people in mind of who I was going to ask, but if it was, would follow through, I don't know. But then I was like, after I got done trying to figure out my future, I was like, you know what spirit team, 
I need to manifest a place to stay. I don't care where it is. It just, it needs to be healthy. We need to be healthy. We need to be alive. I want someplace decent to stay, please. And then I went to bed and I woke up at noon the next day (laughs) and I had five missed phone calls from my aunt and like 10 texts from her and a few texts from my dad and my stepmom. And I'm thinking, oh my God, who died? Yeah. So I call my aunt back since she's the one that's been calling me. And she's like, Sam, Sam, I found a place I really want to live when we move back to Minnesota about three years from now. And I just thought maybe you'd want to rent it from us. We wouldn't have to rent it from a stranger. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, rents $500. And it's in this super nice neighborhood with a jogging trail in the backyard. (laughs) And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I did this. She's like, I really hope you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I did that. That's awesome. That's great. Wow. So how did you feel? Were you like too scared to try again? Or are you like, I'm going to do some more. (laughs) I just, you know, I just focused on, you know, I'm just also the kind of person that's like, okay, I'm not going to ask too much, you know, not like, I'm not going to go overboard with it. I'm just going to manifest things as I need them as I go along. And just continue to recognize the abundance that I already have and more stuff keeps coming into my life. It's ridiculous. I'll go to the e-cig store to get some e-cig juice and the guy randomly decides to give half of my products for free. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And like things like that keep happening to me because I keep constantly staying positive and Mm -hmm. recognizing how amazing everything already is in my life. And that's what the universe hears. They don't hear your words in a literal form and understand what you're saying, but they hear your intentions in an energy form. So they're reading your emotions. And if your emotions are in a mind of lack, they're going to be like, okay, well, this person enjoys those feelings. Let's make sure her life is in lack, you know? That um, makes sense. Yes. And there are a few other layers that I've discovered that spirit had showed me uh, within this past year that has really made my manifestation skills go through the roof. And a big part of it is healing yourself. Because when you, (laughs) I'm about to have surgery. I don't want it, but in this case, maybe that can happen. I'm open to it. (laughs) Well, when it comes to, you know, the healing, healing yourself with all of this, uh, what I was shown is, uh, cord cutting. If you're familiar with that. No, Um, I am, but I, I think a lot of the listeners would love to hear about that. Sure. Uh, when you have interactions with people, like we're already, already connected through an energetic cord, but when you have interactions with people, uh, that cord gets stronger and filled with different types of energy, whether it's a positive one or a non-positive one. And that connection between you and that person remains that way for the rest of your life, unless you cut cords. 
So you can do like uh, guided meditations to cut cords, but it's really, really simple. I do it almost daily. If a memory pops up in my head of a situation that happened with me and someone else, or even another event, I'll take 30 seconds to just close my eyes. I picture that scenario of whatever happened. And then I visualize that cord that is connected between me and that other person. And I gently pull the cord out of myself. And then I fill that hole up with white light. So that way the cord cannot reattach. And well, now where, where do you usually feel the cord? Can it be anywhere? Or is it usually, because I think of it, it would be like right at your solar plexus or at your back, really. I don't know if I imagine it. That's where I imagine it. Like, right. Well, listeners can't see, but like, right. The center of my <laughs> back feels like there's a plug in there anyway. <laughs> I, that might be. I always visualize, you know, like the belly button. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Pulling it out of my belly button. It's a weird little hole. What is it there for? It's for cords. It needs to, yeah, that's what, that's what happens when you, you come out into the world. That yeah. cord gets. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I never even thought of that. Is she not yeah. brilliant? I love it. That's awesome. That's right. And you know, ultimately, for anyone who's listening, there's really no wrong way of doing it because the universe is sensing those intentions with those emotions. So you can picture it coming out of your ear or out of your foot. It doesn't matter because the universe is picking up your intentions with your emotions of removing that cord. Look at the kitty. Hi. Oh, he wants to walk on that keyboard. I didn't even interrupt you, but he, he, he had to come say hey. He usually does. What's his name? <laughs> That's Gandalf. Gandalf? Aww. Gandalf. Einstein's on the other side of the computer sleeping. I love it. <laughs> He's a wizard. He really is. <laughs> I have uh, Raphael, who's female. Oh. Um, Reaper, who I call him Reaper Beeper. I adopted him for my stepsister. And then, um, and then I have a little niffler to Paul. (laughs) So anyways, so so yeah, cutting cords. Um, and then also ancestral karma, past life karma, um, all of that stuff, um, can help clear out the gunk is the way I refer to it because when your system is the whole objective of this is to raise your vibration. The higher you are vibrating, um, the, the better and the faster you can manifest. And like, can you explain to listeners who might not understand vibrations, like not, not, you know, like generating yourself, like a higher vibration. I know what you mean. Missy knows it's kind of like hard to describe to someone who doesn't, it is hard to describe. Yeah. Like it's kind of like you're, you just feel if you just keep amping it, is it like inside? Yeah. Itself? You know, I'll be like, I'm, I'm just kind of like raising it and raising it, and I'll think of, I won't even really think about anything except and- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting amped. Yeah. I like to think of it as getting amped. Like before we did the podcast, I like lit all my candles and I was like, get amped. You know? <laughs> yeah. But She's then when I saw, well, no, then I saw Misty and I got really happy, and then I saw you, and then I got even happier. So, like, it was a lot easier. You know? <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I don't know how really how to explain what it is. Like I don't either. It's kind of like self-talk, but you're not talking. I don't know. It's like uh but the feeling you have, you know. I don't know what to describe it as, other than like maybe like falling in love at first sight is a similar feeling, except it's not with the heart. 
but you have that raising the vibration feeling you know just, right like, the body just feels lighter i guess and electric almost to me i guess is a good way to put it yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you and i think like i guess uh what i would come up with here for what it means like what is it it's like like down talk versus um up talk you know to yourself negative versus positive um chips versus fruit (laughs) (laughs) um wait what kind of chips (laughs) (laughs) the good ones they're all good (laughs) i don't know about buglers i have not think about buglers they're fun to play with but What, what, what is that? Are we? Misty's doing something mysterious. I know. I didn't know if that was a be quiet or. That was a peace sign. Oh, Oh. it was like, it was like, to to me, it was like, it was like, that was cute. I don't know what she's doing. (laughs) I've gone crazy. You gone crazy? You went crazy? Yeah, it's official. You just went crazy. It's official? Oh, okay. Can I go crazy too? Yeah, and now okay. talk with my fingers. Oh, I'm crazy. <laughs> Dropping your fingers. <laughs> now I believe in peace. I'm crazy. <laughs> That's good. Um, um, so Sam, do you have any like advice for anyone listening who wants to try this for the first time ever? Like, you know, um, like say not money, say give it, give it maybe love because everyone's trying to manifest that perfect love too if they don't have it mm-hmm. or if they're not happy with they end up no one or oh, they're yeah. the person they're yeah. with or they're younger especially a lot of kids you know people around twenties really looking if they haven't already found that person so right. for that example I mean it seems like well you can't make someone love you but you can draw love into your life by right yeah the person that's supposed right? to be with you so how would you explain to someone maybe how to start with that? like loving themselves first but how would they Mm -hmm. well with the with the love uh specifically um personally i always just recommend telling the universe that you are open and ready for real true love in your life romantically because like i had mentioned earlier um the universe or source or god whatever you call it him her um they know what is best for you yeah and i'll give you a good example with that i remember being in high school and i'd be like i want someone who's really really sensitive very artistic da, 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 da. well i got that and guess what i hated it so i wanted <laughs> yeah. you know i wanted the complete opposite of that you know at, you know uh, i was like you want you know, someone real tough and rugged. Guess what? I got that. And I hated it. And you know, you don't know what you're asking for until you get it. And so I put my trust and faith that the universe is going to bring to me what I'm going to love the best. And so bring me true, authentic, romantic partnership. Something something you said earlier really caught my attention. You were talking about lying in bed and running through your head the things you're grateful for. And it occurs to me, like, that is such a great thing to say. You can do this with love from the universe to whatever I would 
be happiest with, you know? Uh, the thing about repeating things like in your head, it starts to, like when I first started trying to think more positively, instead of always, ah, I hate myself and everything's horrible. Uh, I would just start with like a like a gratitude or some kind of thoughts, and I was like fighting it. I was like, I want to think that. That's not right. You know, that's not really. Uh-huh. That's not how I feel. That's not really how I feel. But I'm gonna think it anyway because my therapist said it would work. And then, but repeating it as like for like maybe you know ten minutes, twenty minutes, it was long. You know, like for a while, it like does. It it just starts to seem not so hard to think that way. It's like maybe I do feel that. Yeah. Way. It's kind of like being mm-hmm. convincing yourself that you're not miserable you know right. and it works yeah it's that repetition because yeah. that beginning is like I fought it you know I, I didn't want, I don't want to think that because it's not true or is it you know as I kept thinking right well is it what's true and then you know that's a whole other podcast but and that's a lot with your subconscious I want to say it was uh an Alan Watts video that he explained subconscious in your conscious how when we're kids, the constant negative talk, whether you're doing it to yourself or it's being done by your parents, like the repetition of it leaks into our subconscious. And that's why we grow up thinking and believing what we do. And so it takes that repetition to knock that out of your subconscious and put in the new. And that's a lot with raising your vibration too, is clearing out all that gunk. You know, there's, if you're vibe, you know, you're filled up with all this past life karma and all this energy from, uh, through the cords of the interactions you've had in your life, um, or ancestral karma or ancestral patterns and all that stuff in your subconscious, like it takes a lot of work, but if you stay committed and be authentic with yourself, it's going to happen. You know, even if, if you're thinking right now, well, she says it takes her, it took her a year and it took her friend a year. I don't want to take a year. Well, I'm, it might not be a year for you, and but you have to start sometime. You'd be afterwards. Yeah. You have to start sometime. If you're sad. What else you are you know? doing with your life? You know, you can't spend a few minutes a day appreciating money. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, Missy, would you like to ask Sam some questions? I've been kind of hogging them. Blah, blah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you were talking about um, the whole thing about manifesting stuff and, at the beginning. Um, and you said that there is different ways to uh, manifest. I've always been taught, like, that you have to actually see it in your mind. And then you have to believe it, like, with... Mm-hmm everything that you have and then you have to see yourself doing it already mm-hmm. like it's already happened do you do yes. it that way too um yes and no um I, you know what i'm trying to just reflect back when i started realizing how much i have been actually manifesting yes that's exactly where i began but now i'm at the point where i'm just like okay, I need this in my life. And then I let it go. And then it comes to me. Um, and it's a lot to do with, I cleared out all those low vibrational things gunking me up and I'm automatically feeling like my sub it's in my subconscious to to just feel abundant with what I already have. You know, you get to that point and I'll give you an example of, 
what happens to me, one of my cats is, you know, it's, it's almost that time for her to pass on to the spirit realm. And so she has, uh, it, let's call it an owie. It's like a tumor outside her body that leaves stains all over the house. And then there's the sickness that comes with it that I have to clean. Yeah, it is. And I'm not trying to like bring us down or anything. It's just that the point is I I'm cleaning all day long after her. And I thought to myself once, I need a carpet shampooer because when I'm done with this place, my aunt's moving in and I don't want, you know, the carpets in the bedrooms to have stains on them. I was like, I need a carpet shampooer. I can't get it right now. I'm going to, I'm manifesting it. Now I'm going to let it go and stop thinking about it. And a week later, I went to a friend's house that I haven't seen in over a year and half an hour into the visit, she goes, you know, I just bought this brand new carpet or this brand new shampooer that's supposed to be for hardwood floors and carpet, but it sucks at hardwood floors. And my whole house is hardwood floors. Do you want it? I grabbed that carpet shampooer so fast. I was hopping on one foot out in the snow to put it in my car because I didn't want to take, they're not light either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I I didn't want to take the time to put both my boots on. I was like, I manifested that shit. It's coming home with me. (laughs) Grab it while you can. What do you feel when it, when it happens? Like, like when that happened, were you shocked or are you like, oh yeah, you're like, what was your emotion when it just excitement, you you know, I'm, I'm not like, I still get that, that awe and that shock, but mostly excitement. And that's another tip for manifesting is acknowledging when you do it, it doesn't matter if you're questioning, like, well, it could be a coincidence if you're questioning it and putting those thoughts out to the, out to the universe, you know, it's not, it's going to take longer for you to get to the point of like where I am, like acknowledge every single time you've manifested something. Yeah. Every, and, and I personally feel it works best when I say the words out loud versus just thinking them. I don't know why I just feel very drawn to be very verbal about it. I manifested this. I manifested this. I manifested this, you know, like I'm, I'm awesome. I'm doing great. Thank you You universe for having my back and for helping me, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's a lot, you know, and that came from to where you are now. That's a, that's an amazing story. I love it. Thank you. And that was down to like, you know what? Manifesting is, is basically if you really need something, you know, you can have it, you know, I I think we can get greedy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Everybody wants money and a lot of it. And you know what? Sometimes that's just not practical. You know, right. let's just say I'm going to manifest winning the lottery and I'm going to win, you know, $10 million. Well, you know, it, 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 that's not practical. But, you know, other things can come through, like what you experienced that would bring money, you know, unexpected. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it comes when you need it, you know? Yes. And to know like when it's meant to be in your life and when it's not as well, you know, and also working towards things too. A lot of people will think that they can just manifest things to come out of nowhere, which sometimes it does. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, I want 
$20 just because of whatever I wanted to buy. And then I'll find 20 bucks laying out in the grass. So I had to come visit your yard. <laughs> <laughs> Money's <laughs> growing on trees here. For the most part, and I was just having this conversation with my son because he makes music and he had some questions about manifesting. I was like, you still have to work for it. So you can, you can do all the, the tips and the tricks that I give you to manifest, like getting a record label. But if you don't actually go through the, the, the steps to do it, as in like in the physical, physical rational, realm, like, like yeah. you have to submit your music to a producer or whatever it takes, you know, you have to do those too. No, one's just going to randomly knock on our door and be like, Hey, I was wondering if you, you know, do music. Can yeah. I, you know, be your right. publisher or whatever you, it is. You definitely have to do the work. Yeah. Right, right. But also, if you, you know, like if you are manifesting that you, for me anyway, I was a musician when I was younger. I wish I'd known about manifestation, but I was, I had a lot I of stage right. fright. I, I couldn't perform. I just performing. But um, like when you do it a lot and it makes you want to take those steps, like if for him to mm -hmm. say, well, I would write this song and it would be this way and I'd love it. I would love this song. And then I would play it. And this person would love this song makes you want to learn that figure out what the song is that you got to write it makes you want to go pick up the guitar or keyboard or whatever and 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 do it if you just right. keep mm -hmm. thinking and the steps through good if, if you really love music and you really want it and you keep thinking about it you're going to want to go make that happen for yourself naturally anyway in the real world through you know physical processes i think right. yeah. it gets you excited if it's something you really really want if you don't and you're just like well i really kind of would like to be a professional musician and uh and you think of the steps but it doesn't excite you it's probably not like you said divine timing for you for to do that you know right or it's make, not the right time if you don't feel yeah. excited when you're thinking about it imagining it and thinking of the positive parts of it like for i love writing songs that was my favorite songwriting and uh mm -hmm. so once i started thinking about it i'd be like ooh, ooh, i gotta do it now <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah like that that would you know that would help maybe would help him you know because he yeah he, I, I imagine he's like what are you a guitarist or uh, no, he's, he's a rapper, oh, awesome. rapper yeah. the complete opposite of me, <laughs> but he's, he's, he's like my best bud. So yeah. That's awesome, man. he's my yeah. little gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, well, uh, you know, I was just thinking, you know, we're talking about, uh, manifesting and all that, but, you know, to our listeners out there, you know, if they would like to, uh, no more, no more information on it. Um, they can log into Everclear. Yeah, and, Everclear. Yeah, it's and, our, it's our, it's our sponsor, and and uh, and, you can, and you can find different places there. And I, I think Sam might be there too, right? No, I don't think no. Sam's not on Everclear. She's not an advisor. Oh, she's not. No, what that is? <laughs> okay, Everclear. Tell me about it. it. Everclear is an advice and an advice app actually, but it's yeah. you get your advice from empaths and psychics, and oh. uh, they kind of like the way they uh, you know introduce themselves to the world is get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. 
So, you know, that, that's what we do. I work there. Um, oh, cool. Uh, I haven't been much because my foot situation <laughs> and I'm waiting for surgery. I wanted to like, I didn't want to have a bunch of clients have surgery and be like, I can't help you anymore. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you're on your own. Place, everything you can go on to the, you know, Android store. It's, it's, it, if, you, if you just look up Everclear, you'll find it on either Apple or, or uh, um, Android store. It has a little green icon with a white circle in the middle. But uh, yeah, we're going to have some of those psychics coming in in the next few weeks to go to do interviews too. So you're like, cool, fine. I, I get so excited to get to talk to more. Yeah, I love doing I this. Missy loves doing this. We love doing this. I can't so, wait to um, listen into those. <laughs> yeah. So Sam, where can people find you? They want to hear Soul Tree Path. Is that the name of your podcast? Yeah. If I got anything out there, it's called Soul Tree Path. So I got a podcast. Uh, YouTube, I honestly don't go on YouTube too often. Um, but I try to, because that's part of my path is being a messenger for spirit, which is the whole reason why I created a podcast. I love um, it. Yes. And uh, I feel like your message is going to reach, reach all our listeners very positively. And I think they're all, I hope so. Yes. I hope so. I yep. feel good today. I, feel I do good too. Right you, you have this like, like ooh, made, made us both like, ooh. that's, that's yeah, how yeah. I describe it. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so yeah i'll put the, i'll put the, some links in the description where you can find sam and her awesome podcast which i've listened to and our i think one of our last guests ryan uh was on her podcast recently and they did an excellent job i really like that podcast so yeah Thank you. Check her out. and she's just as beautiful as her voice so you Aww. you don't get to see her though we do <laughs> unless she's on youtube though i guess i guess if we put her link to her youtube you'll get to <laughs> cool. I don't, are yeah. You, is your face on YouTube? Yes. All yes, right. it is. All right. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about, listeners. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Sam. And I, if you ever want to come back, I would love to have you back. And I'm sure Misty. Oh, would too. I would love yeah. to be back. This thank is fun. Thank you so much. And um, thank you, Misty, again for always being thank here. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, so much. We appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More than you know. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. Bye.